defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. If you're interested in making a difference in your local area, you can begin right away. Parents' Rights in Education has a free, turnkey, grassroots opportunity. And we're looking for parents in every school district to join our efforts. Visit our page on the website titled, Join Us. Fill out the information there, then take a look at the chapter affiliation agreement. All you need to do is fill it out, sign, and return to us. Once received and processed, you will be contacted. That's it. Together, we will stop the erosion of parents' rights in education. So, how does it feel to be a terrorist? Boy, this story is just getting started. This story about the national Association of School Boards goes deep and wide. The idea that they would send a letter to the federal department responsible for investigating domestic terrorists. In other words, terrorists that are moms. And of course, dads are very much included as well because they care too about their children. What we're seeing here is corruption. Corruption within departments of government, including the administration of the president, the Department of Justice, and the Department of K-12 Education. They are colluding with public employees unions, the National Education Association, American Federation of Teachers, even the National School Board Association, all of whom fund the Democrat Party. Whenever I go to a school board meeting or really any meeting that has to do with government and government uh, takeover of our rights, I'm always looking at the people who are these people. So let's start with Attorney General Merrick Garland. A.G. Garland's daughter is married to co-founder of a company that sells, guess what, critical race theory materials. The company, Panorama Ed, also has connections to Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. So this is a blog that was posted by Mary Chastain on Wednesday, October 6th at 3 in the afternoon. Thank you, Mary, so much for the work you're doing. Everybody needs to know about this. A.G. Garland has weaponized the FBI and other Department of Justice departments against parents protesting against critical race theory in the schools. Garland mentioned threats, harassment, and intimidation, but did not cite any examples. Looks like Garland has a conflict of interest. His daughter, Rebecca, married Zan Tanner, co-founder of Panorama. In 2018, the group Parents Defending Education found out Panorama has multi-million dollar contracts with school districts. Parents Defending Education previously flagged a $1.8 million contract for Panorama to conduct social and emotional learning monitoring in 
Fairfax County Public Schools, resulting in data on students. Earlier in September, that number was bumped up to more than $2 million as part of a contract addition with Panorama. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about SEL, social emotional learning. Social emotional learning is the umbrella over critical race theory, teaching critical race theory. It comes under the social emotional learning umbrella. And part of social emotional learning is to collect data on students. And that data follows those students for decades. I mean, it can even go uh, beyond high school, beyond higher education. Um, it is government collecting data on people. And I don't believe they should have the right to do that, period. I'm going to include a link to a white paper that uh, describes social emotional learning in depth. And in, we also did publish a podcast. I think it's a four-part at least four-part podcast on social-emotional learning. Very interesting. So this is no surprise to us. Not one bit. Panorama's contract was part of a broader $78.8 million investment, that $78.8 million investment of coronavirus relief that the FCPS directed towards a quote, welcoming, unquote, and culturally responsive environment for students. Its website explains that the funding is intended to, quote, support equity, professional development for school teams and social-emotional staff to work directly with departments and school-based teams. A more detailed breakdown of FCPS's plan showed the majority, $46.2 million, designated for, quote, intervention, special education teacher contracts, unquote. But it also showed $2.2 million going toward, quote, equity PD for school teams, unquote, and $140,115 toward equity PD for equity leads, both apparently referring to professional development for staff and faculty. Panorama has an equity and inclusion survey. Now, you've heard of these equity and inclusion surveys. Number one, inclusion does not include all students. I mean, we know that, practically speaking, that they are dividing kids. Parents have fought against equity because it is similar to critical race theory by separating people into groups based on skin color. By asking students, teachers, and staff to reflect on their experiences of equity and inclusion in school, education leaders can gather actionable data to understand and improve, quote, quote unquote, improve the racial and cultural climate on campus. The Panorama Equity and Inclusion Survey exists as a series of scales or groups of survey questions that work together to measure a single construct or topic. We recommend that schools and districts select the topics that align with their strategic priorities or vision for equity. This is what they're suggesting. In September 2021, Panorama announced it raised 
$60 million to expand its tentacles into more schools. The company received money from the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, established and run by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan. The press release said 50 of the largest 100 school districts and state agencies use its platform. Overall, the company is connected to 1,500 school districts. So do you see what's going on here? There have been contracts made between this critical race theory company, Panorama Ed, and school districts all across the country. Lots of money. Lots of money to be made and lots of people who don't want to miss out on that. And there's more, much more. On Thursday, October 7th, Mark Levin broadcast a letter with insider information on the teachers' union, of course, Attorney General Merrick Garland, and the FBI, who met and organized how to combat America's parents who were speaking out at local school board meetings across the country. Bingo! So this was been this has been planned for a while. The parents were outraged at the COVID masking and vaccine rules. Critical race theory as well. And this indoctrination. And, of course, open porn disguised in literature promoted in America's schools today. These are all issues that Parents' Rights in Education is aware of and opposed to. And this is why we are encouraging parents to keep it up. We're doing the right thing. That's why they're calling us terrorists. America First Legal published a letter to Inspector General Michael Horowitz to investigate improprieties related to Merrick Garland's October 4th threats to American parents of schoolchildren. So this has been going on, you guys, just, you know, for about a week, all of a sudden, it just broke loose. Mark Levin called this the biggest scandal of his lifetime on his radio show. And we agree. The letter by America First Legal is fascinating. According to the letter, the Supreme Court has repeatedly recognized American parents' fundamental liberty interest in and constitutional right to control and direct the education of their children. This is why we founded Parents' Rights in Education in 2009. Key Biden administration stakeholders, including the National Education Association, the American Federation of Teachers, and others, have combined to oppress, threaten, and intimidate parents to chill and prevent them from exercising their rights or privileges secured by the Constitution. To date, these efforts, though extensive, have generally proven ineffectual. Way to go, parents. The Biden administration and the teachers' unions knew this would be a problem for the midterm elections. They knew they must act. And so there were meetings in the White House 
on how to target American parents of school children. Well, we know that they're not just targeting the parents, they're targeting any citizen or taxpayer because many of us uh, have grown children. And we are going to the school board meetings too. In early September, the Biden administration stakeholders held discussions regarding avenues for potential federal action against parents with a key Biden domestic policy council official and White House staff. According to Levin, stakeholders also held discussions with senior department officials, including at least one political appointee in the department's civil rights division, and others in the White House separately expressed concern regarding the potential partisan political impact of parent mobilization and organization around school issues in the upcoming midterm elections. This illicit group came up with a plan to chill and deter American parents of school children from speaking out. Upon information and belief at the express direction of or with the express consent of several people that we cannot name here, and other Biden administration officials developed a plan to use a letter from an outside group as pretext for federal action to chill, deter, and discourage parents from exercising their constitutional rights and privileges. Do you see what's going on here? They're afraid they're going to lose elections because of parents. Well, good. The liberal group then drafted and released a letter urging the government to use the Patriot Act to spy on American parents of school children. How dare they? On or about September 29th, citing legal authorities, including the Patriot Act, the, quote, National School Boards Association, unquote, made public a letter demanding federal action against parents, citing authorities, including the Patriot Act. The justification for federal action included inter alia parents were, quote, posting watch lists against school boards and spreading misinformation that boards were adopting critical race theory curriculum and working to maintain online learning by haphazardly attributing it to COVID-19, unquote. Now, it is not yet clear whether and to what extent drafts of this letter were shared with Biden administration officials and whether changes were suggested or made by them prior to the ostensible public release date. Now, this is all about this letter that they drafted. They helped the or the uh, National School Board Association draft this letter to be sent to the Biden administration. Days later, Attorney General Merrick Garland released his new plan to target and silence American parents of school children. Okay, obviously, this was coordinated, guys. It happened so quickly. I mean, how could Attorney General Garland have that all ready to go? On or about September 29th, citing legal authorities, including the Patriot Act, the National School Boards Association made public a letter demanding federal action against parents, citing authorities, including the Patriot Act. The justification for federal action included inter alia Parents were, quote, posting watch lists against school boards and spreading misinformation that boards are adopting critical race theory curriculum and working to maintain online learning by haphazardly attributing it to COVID-19. It is not yet clear whether and to what extent drafts of this letter were shared with the Biden administration officials 
and whether changes were suggested or made by them prior to the ostensible public release date. By the way, inter alia is a common term used in legal writing, and it basically means among other things. So you see, it's all about critical race theory. Isn't this interesting and fascinating how it involves the Attorney General himself and, of course, his relatives? Please don't forget, Merritt Garland was nominated for the Supreme Court by Barack Obama. Now, this attack on American parents of school children was hatched and implemented between teachers' unions and the Biden officials. It was all coordinated to silence anyone who speaks out against the plot to indoctrinate our children to hate the United States Constitution and our nation. If this doesn't make parents angry, I don't know what will. They are using our children. They are literally using the public schools of this nation. Every single school in every community is being used to further their political agenda, which is globalism and Marxism. We will not allow this. Parents, citizens, don't stop. Don't stop going to school board meetings. Don't stop looking into what is actually being taught in our schools. Remove and replace Marxist members of school boards. We can do this. This information makes it even more important for parents to keep their children home from school on Thursday this week, October 14th, because the National Education Association is declaring it a National Day of Action in partnership with Black Lives Matter at School and the Zen Education Project, teachers will rally on October 14th, George Floyd's birthday, teaching lessons and in many cases against the administration in their local public schools, teaching lessons about structural racism and oppression. We invite you and your organizations to join with us in this effort and stay away Show our local public schools we will not allow them to use our children for their social or political change. We'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called Join Us. Oh, and one last thing. Would you be willing to support us financially? We are 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. And that means that you can take a tax deduction for any amount you give. I encourage you to join the 12 by 12 club. That's $12 a month for 12 months. If you do that, you will receive a complimentary parent guide as long as supplies last. Go to our website, parentsrightsined.org and click on the donate button. Thanks so much for joining us and helping us do what we do here. This is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now.